0: Welcome to Talking Business. In this series of podcasts, I hope to give you some ideas based on over 40 years working for various organisations in industry. In series one of Talking Business, we're going to look at your big project, avoiding the mistakes of others. This is the project that is going to change the face of your organisation. Talk 6. Keeping Control Remember your best practice programme? By now you're probably getting sick of me asking about it. It is the reason for the project that you're planning Remember it's providing the definition of what is needed to facilitate best practice. And it is essential that we keep to that definition in everything we do. And therefore we need to control people. Your project manager is there to ensure control of the project. Your project manager is there to make sure that it runs to schedule. That it runs to budget there aren't delays there aren't cost overruns and it delivers a system that supports best practice your project manager is also there to prevent scope creep some project managers become known as the incredible no man you've got your business control board The business control board is there to support the project manager. It is very important that the business control board does support the project manager. It is there to refuse additions to scope because additions to scope increase the danger. Additions to scope increase the cost. Additions to scope will make you late. Additions to scope can end up in you never delivering. The Business Control Board is there to push the project manager, to push the team, to deliver. There is a need for coordination of both the global and local teams, and for this you need a vertical line of authority. The local teams have to report to the global teams. If you don't do this, the local teams will go off in a different direction from the global team, and you will never be able to successfully implement in each country as you go along. Motivation is essential. The appropriate control improves motivation for the team because they know that they're not getting absurd requests to make changes from people who should not be making requests. They know that there aren't special people who can get changes made just because they're special people. They know that this is a properly controlled project and the absence of conflicting pressures will motivate the team if they can see a clear direction that they're going to go in, that becomes very motivational because that can be achieved. And a motivated team will deliver the solution that is needed by the organisation. A motivated team works harder. And to make sure that you have success, there cannot be any jufties. A never ever wish to hear anyone using that expression for the very simple reason it means they don't know what they should be doing. Trust is essential. If you trust your team to make the correct decisions, you have the control that you need to deliver a good solution. Your team are the experts If you trust them to field any queries and to make the decisions, then you know that the right decisions are being made. Your experts have more knowledge than you have. So listen to your experts, allow them to make the decisions. Remember in talk three, we talked about getting the correct team because getting the correct team is a critical foundation for the success of your project if I look at SAP for OTC systems 1996 to 1998 for a global chemical company some of the th- reasons that this was such a successful project were that there was tight control over what was being delivered from day one also the team working on the project on a day-to-day basis knew that they had the support of the project control board They were there, seen as experts, and expected to make the day-to-day decisions as to how things were delivered, without interference from above. That was a very successful project. As part of your control, you must ensure that you're not into experimenting. It's not a testbed. This system is there to support your best practice program. So we don't want untried development methodologies being used as an experiment in this project. Things that people don't know they've never tried and it might produce an improvement. It usually doesn't. We don't want untried software solutions, we don't want untried hardware solutions. They're going to add to your costs, they're going to delay your project and possibly you're going to come up with a solution that is suboptimal. My example of this is an online competition system in 1989 for an organisation that was supplying chemicals to industry. The purpose was to improve system access and reporting compared to a PC system that had been developed in 1985. And the solution was an online system with direct data input into DB2 tables held on an IBM mainframe with reporting from the same tables. This company had never tried this before. What was good was improved access, a robust database, faster reporting and improved analysis. What was bad was it was used by IT as a testbed for new ideas. The way of developing the system was a new idea. The software, this direct input into DB2 tables, was a completely new concept. Some of the processes used in developing the software, they were all new. And the budget of 250 days had an overrun of 1,479 days. There was weak IT project management and weak business control. And the new system highlighted slovenly data entry by some staff. But what I would say was that the result did work. It was a greater improvement on the PC system. But if we hadn't had so many new additional things, we might have delivered it near to budget and on time. Talking Business is produced by the Mr. T Podcast Studio in association with SFRD Services Limited. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be in two weeks' time.